The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up, everybody, and happy Friday. I am the Counselor of Cash, and you know, coaches on the other side of the pond doing big things. So like I said yesterday, I am the captain now just for a couple more days Really excited about Big Pick Energy Friday. Before we bring in the stars of the show, let's see how we did last night. Not great. You know, we had a couple guys leaning on Isaiah Pacheco, which frankly made a lot of sense, and he didn't really pay off. He was close. We got his combo yards because Sniper hit that over 90 and a half. I hit my first quarter bet, AB two for four, and AB, of course, gave you the first touchdown score with Kadarius Toney. But we can do better, and we'll probably do better today. Uh, Speaking of doing better, we've got a show at 4 o'clock today. Don't forget about that. It's the Player Prop Show. I used to be on this show. Um, An excellent show. EC is going to be hosting, so you're not going to want to miss that. But, of course, Uncle Dave, Proppy, they are going to be on this show as well. I honestly think when it comes to the NFL, the, the sides and the totals are so efficient that you really need to get into this player prop market, and this is the show for you. So make sure you tune in at 4 o'clock. But enough about that. We need to pep up your Friday, and the only way we can do that is bringing in the stars of the show for none other than Big Pick Energy Friday. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, wow. We got two snipers. I've got the shimmy, and hey, can I ask? Everybody hey, hey out in- yeah. what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> Everybody out That's in the audience. not you. Don't do that. Everybody out in the audience. <sighs> does anybody need a chip me up? Chip? Good morning, Castle. Good morning, Stopping. Good morning, Puckers. Good morning, Snake. Good morning, Early Edge fam. Oh, oh, you th- you thought that we were going to be toned down just because Coach ain't here? No, no, no. Counselor came to me and he said, I need to speak with my client. Took me off to the side. We had a sidebar for those of you who are not in the lingo. And he said, we need even more. So we're giving you even more. Fired up to get the weekend started off with y'all. Sidebar. I love that. It brings me back to my attorney days. Practiced law for 13 years. I was a trial attorney. There was nothing more satisfying than saying permission to approach for a sidebar. I got to tell you, because the jury's sitting there. They're all curious. They're like, oh, what, what do they need to talk about? Opposing counsel comes up. You have a little huddle. You get out of the huddle. The judge announces something important. Uh, loving the lawyer lingo. Uh, Sniper, before we get into fade or follow, let me ask you, because you've been red hot fire in baseball, in MLB, and I know you have an MLB future uh, to give us later in the show, but 
do you have any reaction to, I, I know there's a lot of talk about like the, the layoff. I know we addressed this a little bit, but can you just react uh, again? Because we're seeing a lot of like, I see it all over Twitter, like all of the hundred win teams, they're out. Like, give us a quick sniper reaction to, to how you think this is all playing out. I, I just don't think that we should have days off anymore. Apparently everybody forgets how to play baseball if they take a few days off and that, I mean, oh, the humanity. So let's see. Uh <laughs> The, the Rays won 99 games and they lost in the first round to the Rangers. And they looked awful. They had the same number of days off as the Rangers. I went just went through the Braves schedule and I found 10 different times this year. 10 where they lost three out of four. 10. Um, those were not after days off. It wasn't because they were cold. Sometimes that just happens in baseball. And by the way, the Phillies are much better than the record. Remember, Bryce Harper was hurt to start the season. Ranger Suarez was hurt to start the season. Trey Turner didn't start hitting in August. They're much better than their 90 wins right now. Sometimes you just get beat, and we don't have to change the format just because a good team loses. All right. I, I, I like that take. Um, the Orioles met a red-hot Texas Rangers team. Dodgers, not not a great playoff team as of late. Of course, they won a World Series, but but a lot of teams have their number in the playoffs. Kershaw's number uh, specifically. Buckets, I don't want to leave you out before we bring in Fader Follow. How you doing on BPE Friday? I am doing about as well as I can on BPE Friday, considering I had to sit through and lose all of my Euro bets yesterday, Sia. I'm a bit frustrated because I lost every soccer bet I touched yesterday. And the one football bet I gave out, the under 47 points because Venus was in retrograde, hit which is awesome, but I'm doubting my own capping skills a little bit. Considering I looked it up after the fact, Venus wasn't even in retrograde. Oh, so I no. lied to everyone on that, and it still hit. So we're figuring, oh, it, no. figuring it out as we go here. You got to get your astrology up. All right, let, let's let's go to fade or follow. Let's see what we have here. We, You know, what's really interesting, those of you that don't follow a lot of college football, you, you probably think, well, all the exciting games are on Saturday and, you know, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, to the extent there are games, they're, they're you know, kind of low-key. I think every Colorado Buffalo game is like high key, if you will. Like, I, I love the fact that this is on a Friday, even though they're playing lowly Stanford. Chip, I'm going to you and then I'll give you my thoughts. I mean, we, we've got Colorado tonight at 11 and a half point spread here. You know, it seems pretty high, but then again, Stanford seems pretty bad. They've got some injuries, too. How are you looking at this game? Yeah, so if you're going to play Stanford, I would say play it in the first half because we remember what happened in the first half against Oregon. It was only 14 to 6. They lose 42 to 6. You know, we've seen Stanford throughout this season. They have a, a strong start in basically every game but USC when they got absolutely throttled, but they do not have the players. They do not have the dudes. They do not have the depth to be able to handle that. So if you're looking at Stanford, uh, I would not take them for the full game. I would only take Stanford for the first half for the full game, I think that I'll probably be targeting a Colorado team total over uh, as the best play to be able to get there because you got to look at the buffs at this point in the season. You got an off week coming up next week, kind of a pour it out mode where you want to send them into that off week with a lot of confidence, which by the way, one win here against Stanford improves Colorado to five and two. That is one game short of bowl eligibility. Unbelievable. And I know they do have that by next week, but Chip, can, correct me if I'm wrong, but it does look like Travis Hunter is back in this game, right? So the word from uh, Deion Sanders is that he doesn't want to have him be a liability because of his wind or AKA his conditioning. So here's what I don't expect. I don't expect that we'll see Travis Hunter out there for what, 130 snaps like he was right. in those first two games. You know, 
it's more of a, a economy of snaps for Travis Hunter as he gets back, you know, like internal organ injury. You know, if the doctors say he's fine, then really it, it is making sure that he's got his legs under him. You don't want to push him too far. So it'll be opportunistic. I think we'll see him at wide receiver. I think we'll see him at cornerback, but again, more of those like red zone opportunities, maybe on both sides of the ball. And Chip, I have one more question for you because you brought up USC. And I don't know if you've already covered this on the Cover 3 podcast. Please let us know if you have. But real quick, Notre Dame, USC, I'm leaning towards Notre Dame. Am I crazy? You are not crazy. And the one bit of player availability news that could entirely change USC's ability to go and win this game is whether or not Zach Branch or Zachariah Branch, the freshman wide receiver who exploded in the first couple of weeks, it is undisclosed what exactly his issue is. Lincoln Riley only this week started to even mention it as an injury to some of those local reporters. They are trying to get him back, but it is still uncertain if he plays. And this is why I think it's a big deal. I do think that Notre Dame wants to play a low-scoring, low-possession game. Keep them all out of Caleb Williams' hands as much as possible. Use your run game to do that. But Zach Branch is one of those cheat code, easy button guys where Lincoln Riley, good offensive mind, he just has to dial up the one play. It's like, oh, and this is going to leave the track star wide open with 60 yards to go get a touchdown. Four explosive plays for USC could get them the win. If Zach Branch is not in the lineup, it is much more difficult to get those four explosive plays. All right. Absolutely love that. You can catch a lot more of that type of conversation on the Cover 3 podcast, or you just follow uh, Chip at Chip underscore Patterson. All right, listen, we got another fader follow, and it's the it's the Sunday morning game. But before we get to that, and I'm going to have everybody involved in here, including Buckets. Uh, before we get to that, uh, let's hear a message from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back. All right, let's bring up the next uh, fade or follow game here. This is a game I, I and by the way, I, I do want to mention, I do agree with Chip on the team total. I, I do think Colorado is going to cover. It does feel like a suckerish bet. I got, I got to imagine, you know, the public is all over Colorado. Why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't they be fading Stanford? So I, I still kind of like the minus 11 and a half, but I think I'd be going with the team total here. Here in this Sunday morning game, of course, this is across the pond where coach is right now, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got the Ravens. We've got the Titans. I've been big in, in Chip, uh, or actually Sniper, I'm going to go to you first here. I've been pretty big on the Titans this year. You know, they always overperform. They, they always have value in that sense. But I feel like they're kind of in a tough spot playing the Ravens. Yeah. Ravens coming off a horrific loss last week. The receivers were really bad. Lamar was really good. The receivers were really bad. But a lot of that a lot of that was drops. And there's a lot of variance with those drops. Like, I, I, I assume we're not going to have as many drops this week against a Titans secondary that's pretty bad 
Do you have a play in this one? Isn't that the story of Lamar's career at this point? Like he was yeah. great and he didn't get enough help from his teammates. It's like a one man band so many times. Uh, I actually am going to uh, follow the Titans here. Uh, I have a gut feeling that they can totally shut down the Ravens run game. And I just don't love Lamar's weapons as much. I know that they're just upgraded and everything, but um, just a- as you said last week, they looked terrible. Um, a lot of gut feeling here for me. Uh, a lot of, I think the Titans defense is going to shut down the Ravens. So I'm on the Titans. All right. And buckets, I got to ask you before we go to chip and, and, and I give a quick take out any, any astrology related facts that might relate to this Sunday morning Ravens Titans game. I think we're going to keep astrology out of it this time, Sia. But what I am going to do is take my second favorite way to evaluate matches and just fade Sniper here. I'm going to be all over the Ravens. I love Ravens to win it. I love them on the spread. And specifically, I like Zay Flowers for the Ravens to get a lot of yards and a lot of receptions here. Oh, oh, Zay Flowers. Well, I, I, Chip, I can't really argue with that. I think that's a pretty good take against this Tennessee secondary. Do you have a play in this game or or at least a lean? Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big big Todd Munkin guy. I I think anybody that can turn Stetson Bennett into a national championship winning quarterback and a Heisman Trophy finalist certainly can coach up uh, some offense. And early in the season, I thought that we were seeing that. Clearly, that has not been the case over the last couple of weeks. If maybe some wide receivers can pull down some balls in the end zone, we're having a different conversation. Let's say that on the long plane ride to London, Munkin cooks up something special for this Tennessee Titans defense. I'm going to go Ravens. I'll lay the four. Yeah, I'm going to lay the four as well. It's an uncomfortable play for me because, again, I usually like to take the Titans in in cases like this, especially with a four-point spread here. But I I think the Ravens are really going to fire on all all cylinders coming off that just horrific loss to to Pittsburgh last week where they really played well for about three and a half quarters. Um, You know what this show needs? It needs a little bit of Jamie Foxx. You you guys know this show is powered, of course, by BetMGM. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $200 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $10 and you will receive $200 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE200. Uh, Jamie Foxx and I are boys. Does everybody know that? I've, I've said it at least once. We played basketball together over at LA Fitness in Fort Lauderdale. I still have to tell that story, but now is not the time. Now is not the place because it's time to actually get to our picks. But before we do that, just one little last message from our partners. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Well, Buckets, we know that morning footy, it's a little too early for your liking on, of course, Galazzo Network. But the early edge BPE, well, we've got it starts at 10. So I assume you are ready to give a soccer pick. 
I am ready. I woke up 15 minutes ago, Sia, so plenty of time to get ready for the 10 a.m. show. And I need everybody to listen here real quick because I love the Euro qualifiers as much as the next guy. But I got absolutely gutted by the Euros yesterday. And looking at the matches, it makes sense with the way that I bet. You guys know I love my BTTS, I love my overs, and I hate VAR. Well, yesterday in the eight Euro qualifiers, we saw BTTS hit in zero of the eight, under two and a half goals hit in six of the eight, three red cards, and we saw VAR take away nine goals in those matches. So for that reason, I'm going to be staying completely away from the Euro qualifiers and instead go to one of my favorite leagues still playing during the break, the Northern Irish Premiership. That, of course, we all know I'm going to be talking about the matchup between the Carrick Rangers and Linfield FC, baby, because if you've never heard of Carrick Rangers, that's okay. The only thing you need to know is that Carrick Rangers in the Northern Ireland Premiership play exactly like German Bundesliga clubs do. So you can still get that Bundesliga fix even during the break here. Rangers in their last 10 games across all competitions have hit both teams to score in nine out of those 10 matches. This is the kind of team that they could be up 3-0 or they could be down 3-0. And they are still pushing 110% foot on the gas because all they care about is scoring goals. They're playing Linfield FC, who is the top of the table right now. But it's a team that, again, even as the best team in this league, is averaging over one goal conceded per match. This is a team that is scoring almost three goals per match. But again, defense really isn't their biggest priority. These two teams played in the reverse fixture earlier this year in which we saw a 3-3 to draw at Linfield. So I'm expecting maybe not six goals. But the fact that we can get BTTS here at minus 110 is an absolute must bet for me this afternoon at 245. And a quick lean for those watching live, if you do want some Euros action, take a look at France Moneyline because it's plus odds against Netherlands. And I do not think it should be considering just how many injuries Netherlands has right now. And if France wins this match, it locks them up to qualify out of the stage. So France money line could be a good shout there as well. I absolutely love it. Love throwing in the lean there too, Buckets. Uh, by the way, there was somebody in the chat. Forgive me. I think it was John uh, Ruska, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, he had West Virginia money line or he had West Virginia minus oh. yesterday. Can I tell you, I had that too. It wasn't an official play, but I actually live bet it when West Virginia was minus two and a half. I mean, it was it was three before before the game started, but uh, that was a brutal, brutal loss. And I got to tell you, um, Chip, you'll appreciate this. I also had Duke plus two and a half. It was a late live bet that I made two weeks ago against Notre Dame when they converted that fourth and 16. And then instead of just milking it and kicking the field goal, which I would have covered the two and a half, they break that 30 yard run. So live betting, fortunately, I didn't put any of those plays out, but uh, live betting in college football, boy, can it be dangerous because these young kids can give up some big plays. Any reaction to that, Chip? We are we watching? Um, so Dana Holgerson, for those who don't know, the Houston head coach, he was at West Virginia back in the day. Um, he's he's been around football for a really long time, and it was knowledge that he was probably going to be on the hot seat if Houston didn't do well their first year in the Big Twelve, and the expectations based on the win total is that they would not. And after West Virginia hits that long uh, touchdown, you. You look at his face. He had taken the headset off, yep. and he got a little teary-eyed. And I was like, man, Dana is looking up to the sky. This game is at home. He thinks that Neil Brown in West Virginia just got him fired. And the swing of emotions as the Hail Mary gets tipped right into the end zone for a game-winning Hail Mary touchdown for the Cougs. Um, listen, we know that Dana Holgerson likes to play cards. You know, He fancies himself a little bit of a blackjack guy. Those are the kind of uh, results that get you coming back to the table right there. That is why yeah. that man continues uh, to show up time and time again for college football because he went from like maybe fired on Friday morning to now all of a sudden maybe this Houston team has new life thanks to a Big 12 win. 
So CID says West Virginia forgot to knock the ball down. I mean, the truth is a lot of those DBs were just short. Like a lot of the wide receivers for Houston were tall and, and they just couldn't like, I think at least one or two of them was probably trying to knock it down. That's why you just put your, what, regardless of what side this person plays, maybe you put a couple receivers back there like the Patriots used to do with Gronk and you make sure you get a guy that's taller than everybody else to knock it down. So I just think from a, because it was a pretty easy catch after the tip. I mean, there were like three guys there that could have caught it. That was that was pretty brutal. All right, let's move on. Um, I want to get to my pick really quick, and then we're going to get to Sniper and, and Chip's picks. I've got a three ball. I promised you all I'd have a golf pick today, and I have this. This actually doesn't tip off, uh, tip off for lack of a better way to say it, tee off uh, until uh, probably like 2.30 this afternoon. So you have plenty of time. I've got Ludwig Aberg. Uh, it's pronounced Oberg, apparently, which is interesting. Uh, plus 100 over Nikolai Hoygaard and Carl Yuan. This is a play on Aberg because he's just so talented, and he really hasn't slowed down since the Ryder Cup. You'd think he'd be tired or he'd be letting his foot off the gas. It's just simply not the case. And Nikolai Hoygaard, I mean, he's okay, but he's not hes not playing as well as uh, Ludwig Aberg. Yesterday certainly didn't play as well as Ludwig Aberg. And then Carl Yuan was really terrible yesterday. He can flash here and there, but he is just not a consistent golfer at all. And he is not in the class of Aberg or Hoygaard for that matter. So getting even money on Aberg here is just a pretty simple play for me. They're never guarantees, but really like this one at plus 100. That's my pick. All right, let's move on. Uh, Sniper, uh, you've been chilling and you've got a couple of baseball picks here. looks like you got a future. Well, it looks like you might have two futures here, actually, on two teams. I've said it before. I'll say it again. That are red hot fire, just like you. Let's talk about it. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, yesterday in the chat, I believe it was TJ that said it was his mother's birthday and he wanted her to get a shout out on the show. Happy birthday, TJ's mom. Belated. Sorry we didn't get to it yesterday. On to the plays. Uh, obviously had to go to the futures market because we don't have any games today because all the series got over too early. Uh, that's the only thing that's unfortunate about the way that the playoffs have gone for me so far is that we've had teams eliminate teams too early and we didn't get that many. Well, no, we've gotten no do or die games. We've got no game fives in the, in, in, in L or ALDS in the wildcard series. We got no game threes. Hopefully that changes moving forward. We'll get game sevens in both LCSs and the world series. That would be a Amazing. Speaking of the World Series, uh, I checked right after the game last night. So it's possible the line has moved, but on BetMGM, the Phillies were plus 200 to win the World Series. And that's who I've got right now. I've got the Phillies to win it all to get it done this time around. Look, they are built for the playoffs. A lot of teams are regular season teams. We could say it about the Dodgers in a lot of their recent iterations that they were more of a regular season team than a postseason team. The Phillies are totally built for the playoffs with that power up and down the lineup. We saw it last night, 3-1. Every single run scored was a solo home run. The Phillies out homered the Braves. They won. They hit 11 home runs in the four games in the series. Home runs move the needle in the postseason because against postseason pitching, it's a lot harder to string a lot of hits together. So you've got to have the long ball. The Phillies have that. You've got to have frontline starting pitching in the rotation. The Phillies have that with Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. Ranger Suarez has looked really good in his starts as well. You've got to have power arms in the bullpen. The Phillies have those. Love the Phillies to win it all. Uh, on the AL side, I wanted to make a play there too. This one seems like a toss-up to me. I feel like it's going to go seven games. I think it's interesting that the Rangers heading into the postseason, a lot of people thought – their starting pitching is a big problem. Well, Jordan Montgomery has solidified his spot in the rotation. Nathan Avaldi has thrown well twice, looking more like the Avaldi that we saw in the first half of the season when he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. And Max Scherzer is ready to rejoin the rotation. Further, 
Andrew Haney started game one against the Orioles. Dane Dunning piggybacked him. Now that is essentially your fourth starter. Rangers starting pitching looks good. Astros 39 and 42 at home in the regular season. One and one in the playoffs. They lost game two to the Twins. I think their vulnerability at home is going to be what bites them here. I've got the Rangers in seven. They are plus 115. I like it. I mean, listen, I I didn't expect this from the Rangers. I thought the Orioles were going to win that series, and I found out pretty quick that I was wrong even before that series was over. So I love that. And honestly, fading the Phillies right now, I did that in game one against the Marlins, and I learned my lesson real quick because game two, I took the Phillies first five minus a half, and that hit very easily. When people say teams are built for the playoffs, a lot of it is just sort of narrative street, and a lot of it is just like actually true. And the Phillies, especially when you look at their pitchers, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, these guys just – they're just so dominant in the playoffs. They really flip a switch somehow. You know who the Phillies remind me of? Mm-hmm. The 2019 Nationals. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they were very, very top-heavy. Only a few good starting pitchers, only a few good position players, only a few bullpen arms they could count on. I remembered sitting with my colleagues in Houston, and we were joking about it. We're like, man, there's like eight to ten dudes dragging this Nationals team across the finish line. But sometimes that's all you need in the playoffs. That's all. That's all you need. The Phillies are top-heavy, but that's all you need. Yeah, absolutely. And David talked earlier in the chat. He said, uh, "Sniper knows baseball," and he he not, he not only delivers here and on Sports Line, but don't forget CBS Sports HQ. He's everywhere. And, and Sniper, I noticed they keep you on forever, right? You have you've got these long segments where you're just like on for like fifteen minutes uh, straight. Yeah, I was on for fifteen twenty after the after the game last night. Yeah. Well, not just last night. Pretty much all the but time yeah. that you're on, and you're. I know. I was just wrong. thinking of the most recent. Time. Yeah. And, and so if you guys aren't watching him on, on HQ, you're just missing out on so much content beyond the picks you're getting on early edge. All right. Well, listen, you know what it's time for. We already had our chip me up at the beginning of the show. And now we get kind of an extra chip me up because I see a pick for tonight, which is mm-hmm. awesome. So we already talked about Colorado Stanford. We already talked about our leans there. But Chip, you've got a pick for tonight and you've got a pick for Saturday. The floor, my friend is yours. So one of the biggest games in the American Athletic Conference, a.k.a. the AAC, a.k.a. your Friday night dose of action, is going to feature Tulane and Memphis. We're talking two of the top three teams offense, two of the top three teams defense in the conference rankings. But I think that this is a great place in the schedule where when you're going through your process, you need to understand the raw data and the opponent adjusted data. Because when you're looking at the raw data, these two teams look very similar. I just mentioned that they're right there at the top. But when you start to go a little bit deeper, you realize that Tulane's defense is much better when you put in opponent adjusted uh, adjustments. And then you, you see that Memphis defense get a little bit worse but i want to focus in on this memphis team total because Tulane's defense to me is the best unit in this game and you're seeing that 24 and a half and you're like chip what in the world are you thinking this memphis team is averaging 36.6 points per game this memphis team has not scored this few points once all season 27 or more in every single game well sometimes the number tells you everything that you need to know and it's that this memphis offense is taking advantage of bad defenses it is running into the best defense that it has played and in a game with big stakes we're talking american athletic conference regular season championship type stakes i think the game gets a little bit tighter two lanes defense leads the way we go memphis team total under 24 and a half turn the page to saturday where we're going to go to north carolina and miami and look i don't want to have to bet on anything 
for Miami right now. I have no idea whether Mario Cristobal and this team is going to be so embarrassed that they're going to limp into Chapel Hill or come out with their hair on fire. So I'm going to go with the one thing that I know, and that's number 10 is going to be scoring tutties. That's right. Drake May has ascended. He is playing some of his best football of the season in the last two to three weeks. And now as that offense continues to get better and better and better, I think they're going to be able to light up Miami's cornerbacks. Uh, Miami's very, very good along the defensive front. But look, Texas A&M went and put 33 on this team. North Carolina can definitely get over 30 and a half. So we're going to Tar Heels team total over 30 and a half. Love it. Some team totals a way to maybe, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these games, they're really efficient when it comes to the sides and totals. So sometimes you get a little less efficiency when you get to the team totals, when you get to the props. So uh, chip, absolutely love that. All right, folks, let's bring up the recap screen and see what we've got today. I've got my three ball. It's Ludwig Aberg, otherwise known as Oberg, apparently, at plus 100 over Nikolai Hoygaard and Carl Yuan. This starts in a few hours, so you still have time. This is a round two matchup. We've got buckets, buckets with the Carrick Rangers. Somebody called it the Carrot Rangers, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, and Linfield <laughs> FC, BTT, has both teams to score at minus 110. The Sniper has Phillies to win the World Series at plus 200 and the Rangers to win the AL at plus 115 and then chip me up Patterson Memphis team total under 24 and a half at minus 125 and UNC team total over 30 and a half at minus 110 ladies and gentlemen I hope we kind of lifted you a little bit we like to give you picks we like to give you really good conversation I know we did that but we like to cheer you up as well get your Friday going we also like to get your Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday going so again Always come in here with positivity. We try to deliver it back to you. Always hit the like button. Do those things for the show. But that is all the damage we can do to today on BPE Friday. You know what's next, right? I never do this, right? But let's just try it again until I get it. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window for the sniper, for chip, for buckets, and, of course, of course, we can't forget our producer behind the screen, behind the screen, on the ones and twos. That's Jake the Snake. My name is C. Najad, otherwise known as the counselor. We rest our case.